Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mike Max has the night off, and what a lovely night it is. He picked a dandy to be away from the studio and the microphone tonight. Steve Thompson sitting in. You normally hear me on Saturdays and filling in for Mike and... Henry Lake on Lake Night from time to time. Chris Tubbs is our producer. And for the Twins in Chicago today, long ball game and a missed opportunity. Chicago wins at 9-8 in 10 innings. A seesaw affair that eventually, when it was all said and done, Ends up in the favor of the White Sox. They salvage the final game of the three-game series. But but the Twins, I'm not saying in a three-game sweep they're going to bury the White Sox, but it would put them in a pretty big hole. Considering these teams have four games coming up at Target Field before the All-Star break. So Chicago uh, sitting five-and-a-half back. Cleveland four-and-a-half back. Minnesota with the division lead. And and when you're going head-to-head against a team, I believe, that still has a run in them. And during the course of this series, I, I felt like Chicago's really underachieved, and they've had their share of injuries and all that sort of thing. They've generally been a bad home team. And when they ran into that triple play in Game 1 of this series... I, I felt like this is a team not paying attention. And that's on the veteran manager, Tony LaRussa. And even though they salvaged the final game of the three-game series, you, you could argue if they don't ultimately contend in the division and get to the postseason, a lot of that's on Tony LaRussa. I, I never felt like it was a fit from afar even though they ran away and hid in a, in the division a year ago. Um, I, I'm just not sold on that. And I'm just not sold on the way that team is playing. And you you got to wonder if White Sox fans feel the same way. But it was no doubt a missed opportunity for the Twins today. And it all set up, I believe, beautifully. You have Joe Ryan on the mound. That didn't work out. Four innings, five hits, three runs. Uh, two of those were earned. Three strikeouts, two walks, and the game gave up a home run. And then Pagan pitched an inning, and that was ugly. Three hits, two runs, both of them earned, struck out, two gave up a home run as well. Griffin Jacks uh, also gave up a run. Uh, McGill gave up a couple. And then Moran ultimately 
pitched the 10th. And little sound from the game tonight. Ron Cobaldelli uh, was asked about going with Moran instead of Johan Duran for his second inning work in the ballgame today. There's there's always going to be thought to letting Duran pitch. Like I said, I wish we could use him every other day for two innings. We can't do that. And so uh, if we took the lead, he was going to go out there and pitch. In a tie ball game, we were going to go to uh, Giovanni and, and let him go out there. And he can miss some bats, too. First of all, those extra inning situations are not normal situations when you're starting the game are the inning with a runner on second base. I mean, it's a, it's a very challenging spot to get through for anyone. He didn't make the pitches he needed to today in those spots, but, uh, you know, you got to be fortunate and pitch well to get through those those extra inning situations, and we couldn't do it today. So uh, the Twins miss an opportunity to sweep the White Sox. Chicago wins at 9-8 in 10 innings. Chris Tubbs is our producer. And that's, that's how you come out of this ballgame today. Had a chance to sweep them and... Not not bury them, but throw dirt on them, and they they didn't do that. Now Chicago, who's been a whole lot better on the road, comes to Target Field for four right before the break. Yeah, I thought Steve that, I mean, based on what we knew of the White Sox coming into the season, they were the heavy favorites in the Central. I mean, yep. they had been waiting for years for this farm system that was number one in the major leagues for several years. For these guys to get to the majors, and and based on what we saw last year, we're like, okay, the window for the White Sox is wide open. I mean, Jimenez, Anderson, uh, Luis Robert, you've got you know Dylan Cease. You know, you bring in the vet like Lance Lynn, and you're right. Some of it's injuries, but they have just been one of the most disappointing teams in Major League Baseball. Uh, I will say that I'm, I'm not drinking the Kool Aid here with the Twins. But based on what I've seen in the series against Cleveland and what I saw in the series against the White Sox, I don't think those teams are as talented as the Twins. I mean, you, you know, your starters need to give you more length, obviously. Uh, you need to figure out a couple things in the bullpen. But other than that, I, I think that the Twins are set up talent-wise better than the other two teams. I, yeah, I, 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 I wasn't... I wasn't imp- I'm not scared of the White Sox. Last year, I was terrified of the White Sox. But this year, I, I just kind of look at them and I'm like, eh, okay. I mean, let's, let's go get it. Let's, let's line up and play. But they continue to lurk kind of like one of the all-time greats way back in the day when Jack was on the leaderboard and he was hanging around or Tiger Woods uh, hanging around on a leaderboard. When you have those... When, when you have a team that's been there mm-hmm. lurking on the leaderboard and they still have a lot of games with the White Sox and there's still a chance this talented group continues to get healthy and they ultimately figure it out. They came off a sweep on the road over the Giants coming into the series and then they had the goofy triple play which was just a little league play and the, the Twins took advantage, and they really had a chance to sweep on the south side, and they didn't get it done today. And that's where I'm disappointed. But they, the, but they, but they won the series, though. I, I think at this point, just continue to win series. A, a sweep would have been great, but at the same time, just win the series. That's really what you need to do. Just continue to keep them at arm's length. You win series against Chicago, you're going to be fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. Even if they're able to split with the White Sox coming up, let alone take three out of four in that series, 
uh, coming up at Target Field before the All-Star break. But I, I still say, missed opportunity today uh, for the Twins. And I, I think when you talk about the bullpen, Duran's the closer. And they figured that out. And they're going to finally give the guy the ball. Um, what you do with Pagan, I'm not sure. Why didn't, um, didn't Duran get the 10th today? Because well, you, and you've, got, you've we, got an off day. We, we played that cut, and you, you can't use them every day, two innings a day. Rocco Baldelli, that, that was the cut we played, and, and he addressed it. And he just felt like, hey, you know, here, here it is, uh, tie game going to the bottom of the 10th. Would you have thrown and, him in the 10th, gonna... though? Would you, would you have thrown him in the 10th? I, I, I probably would have tried to get another, another inning out of, out of the out of the hundred mile an hour guy because I, I do game today. I, 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 I probably would have. I do respect the one thing that Rocco's trying to do with this bullpen is move things around a little bit. Like I mean, he he's trying. I had no problem with McGill in that situation. Uh, I I he tried to do the same thing over and over with you know Pagan being a late inning guy and you know Duffy being the eighth. You know he's tried a few different things. Now he's trying to shake up the the end and and. Uh, I know. It's, I just I wanted to get your thoughts on it because uh, I mean, yeah, there, 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 there's no doubt I would have been tempted to go that, but in consultation with the new pitching coach and everybody else, it's kind of like you know, do you do you want to burn this guy out and and have him throw two innings today? Now, granted, you're traveling to Texas. You've got a day off tomorrow. You open a three game series with the Rangers. On the Friday night, so it is tempting going into the off day, as you alluded to. Barocco talked about it, and whether you agree or not, uh, certainly is a point of contention. But it was one of those games where the Twins would grab leads, they'd give it right back. Uh, they had leads. Uh, disappointed in the start, for sure, out of Joe Ryan today. I, I don't think you can be happy with, with that performance at all today, you know, considering, you know, along with Sonny Gray, you know, he's one, you know, Sonny Gray is 1A, and Joe Ryan's 1B, in my opinion, on this pitching staff, and he didn't get it done today. No, he didn't. And it is, I mean, you're going to have some of these games when you're Joe Ryan, unfortunately. I mean, he's, I, a, kid. he's a kid, and I'm absolutely thrilled that he is the centerpiece of what you traded away Nelson Cruz for. So I'm not bummed. I, I don't know. I was more upset with the way that they lost games to Cleveland than I was about the loss today to Chicago. Um, I, I just I feel like there were good things that came out of today out of today with the offense, but I'm I'm not at the end of the day. I'm not worried about Joe Ryan. I mean, Joe Ryan came into today with a three ERA. I, I think he's going to be just fine. Positive spin, and I think you alluded to it. Going into this series, say, hey, we're going to go in and take two out of three from the White Sox in this three-game series. Every Twins fan would have taken that. It's just when you win the first two, and you got a great chance to win the game today, and you don't get it done, and you get beat uh, 9-8. Now they have the day off uh, down on the Metroplex, and they open with the Rangers on Friday night. By the way, we'll be on the air at 6.30 Friday night. Cruz, Satterberry, Corey Provost, Stan Gladden with all the play-by-play at 7.05. They play again on Saturday and then uh, Sunday getaway day before they come back to Target Field to close out the pre-All-Star break portion of the season. Twins fall to the White Sox 9-8 today. We'll, we'll circle back around to the Twins a little bit later on, have some highlights later on in the program tonight. 
Coming up next, more on Rudy Gobert, uh, the big deal. We've got a ton of Timberwolves coverage tonight on the program, uh, including some Gobert audio momentarily as he met the media at Target Center. And then Chris Hine, who covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune, is going to join and talk about the deal. Uh, ultimately, is D'Angelo Russell a part of this thing? And and we'll get into that with Chris following the news and weather at 7 o'clock because there's still plenty of time to make more deals and, and wheel and deal for Tim Connolly as he sets up the 22-23 edition of the Timberwolves. So that is on the way. Steven, for Mike, Chris Tubbs is here. It is Sports to the Max on News Talk, 830 WCCO. Lynx beat the sky 8178 at Target Center today. How about that? They're, they're playing a little bit better. Uh, they, they really struggled throughout a good chunk of the season. Sylvia Fowles was injured, but now they are playing. They started the season 0-4, were 1-6 and 3-13. and Now sit two and a half games out of a playoff spot with 13 games remaining after Sunday's WNBA All-Star game. So how about that? This would be Cheryl Reeves' best coaching job. If, they're, if she's able to get this team into the playoffs... Wow. Um, so they, they get a win today, uh, uh, a midweek matinee at Target Center today. Rudy Gobert met the media, and uh, pretty good stuff. Uh, the, the trade that went down really shocked everyone. And I, and I think it's one of the most shocking deals in recent Minnesota sports history, kind of like the, the Carlos Correa signing. That, that was my, it's it's no way. Um, Chris, I don't know about you, but that was my reaction when I heard the Rudy Gobert news, and then ultimately it was a concern because it really is a, a big deal. And what the Timberwolves gave up, they gave up a lot, but uh, there there's no doubt it's made the headlines around the NBA. It's so un-Timberwolf-like. To, to make a move like this. And, you know, if Tim Connolly doesn't come in, I don't know if this move gets made because the, you know, the Wolves, I know there were fans that wanted, you know, DeJounte Murray from the Spurs, but I, I just, I mean, you're so loaded with guards in the back. I just don't know how that works. You know, and then there's like, oh, man, you know, what would, you know, how about Kevin Durant in Minnesota? The very fact that the Timberwolves were linked to somebody like Kevin Durant and they ended up with Rudy Gobert and, and yeah, I, I mean, you can look at it as they gave away a ton of collateral, which they did. I mean, they gave up I, Jared Vanderbilt, what Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, uh, Leandro Bomaro, and like four first-round picks. But you're hoping that these picks are going to be late twenties anyway, so the picks well, are going to be and their first-round pick this year as well. Oh yeah, uh, the the, um, the Kessler kid. From yep. uh, from Auburn, yeah. So they did all of that, but again, that that was pick at the end of the day. I think that was pick twenty two. So you're not you're hoping that the you know the, the draft capital that you're giving up in the future is going to warrant a move like this. I mean, everybody's excited, and and you didn't give away Jaden McDaniels, and I think that was the key. You knew Cat wasn't going anywhere, Ant wasn't going anywhere, but the fact that you didn't include Jaden McDaniels, I think, is at least got to be considered a win. Yeah, and you look now that clearly they're going all in to borrow a, a poker term. Mm-hmm. That that that's what they did. 
you know, they, they went it all in, they're going to win now. How does D'Angelo Russell fit, fit into this picture? And that, that's a gigantic part of the equation, in my opinion. How does that look going forward? Is he going to be here? And is he going to start the 22-23 campaign? And then beyond that, how does D'Angelo Russell fit in if he is here next season? Yeah, I, I wanna, but, but, but clearly, clearly they're trying to win now. I mean, I, no doubt. Yeah, I, I want to ask you this question, Steve, and I know that we have uh, some sound bites here. Is this a move that do the Wolves have to win a championship to justify this? Or can they make a significant push to, say, the Western Conference Finals? I mean, does this is it championship or bust to, no. to, to justify making this move? I, I don't think you can go there. Clearly, top six in the NBA's Western Conference is a must. Get out of the first round. And then you get into the final four in the NBA's Western Conference. And you look at the teams. Golden State are now the defending champs. Uh, you, you've got Denver. You've, you've got Dallas. All very le- legitimate contenders and all of that. And then, of course, the Phoenix Suns. So... You know, if if you can crack that group, that's pretty good. And then you never know how injuries are going to play out, how matchups are going to play out. But but it's ultimately top six in the regular season, bare minimum, and winning that first-round playoff series, bare minimum. I, I think those have to be. And then beyond that, sure, you know, can they get to the conference finals? Um, I don't know. If Anthony Edwards, and for me, and I, we, we talked about this on late night the other night, the Hammer and I, and, and for me, we, we know what Carl Anthony Towns brings, and, and hopefully there's a little more maturity going forward. We know what Rudy Gobert brings to the table. We know about the other parts. Mm-hmm. It is how much more are you going to get out of Anthony Edwards this season? How much is he going to take a step forward? Um, I don't think he's plateaued. You, you know, Tim Connolly and Chris Finch don't think he's plateaued, that there's still upside there, but how much upside for Anthony Edwards next season and then beyond that, but how much does he grow as a player next season is really going to be the X factor, in my opinion. Because you know what you're going to get out of Towns. You know what you're going to get out of Gobert. And then can D'Angelo Russell survive being benched at the end of Game 6 against Memphis in the playoffs? and come back and and be a valuable part of this thing. Well, I, I think that when you're talking about Anthony Edwards, part of that is he had to carry the load so much when Cat would get himself into foul trouble, and you'd have to sit him for extended stretches. And now, hopefully, with Rudy Gobert coming in, you know, Cat can really focus more on the offensive game. That takes the pressure off of Anthony Edwards. And hopefully this as well with Gobert coming in, like, Cat won't be as prone to some of those silly, yeah. nonsensical defensive fouls. I mean, because he, he's good for at least one offensive foul a game. I mean, we know it's like Randy Moss and the old offensive pass interference. You knew you were going to get one of those calls a game. It, it was just going to happen. So I, I think to me, Anthony Edwards, it depends on the growth of Carl Anthony Towns. And one thing about this, this staff compared to other Wolves teams, I think they've focused on player development where you can't say that before. Like, I, I feel like Jaden McDaniels is in a good spot. Jalen Noel's in a good spot. 
Nas Reed's in a good spot. Anthony Edwards, they're all in a good spot because they've got the right staff in place finally. Yeah, and the expectations are indeed very high. But I would set the bare minimum, top six, first-round playoff win, and then beyond that, you kind of take your chances because there are a lot of good teams in the West. With, with, already... with, with, with Pat Beverly being gone now, I mean, who who's going to be the ringleader for winning that play-in game? I mean, who, who's going to be the light? I mean, who's going to? No, you don't want to play in game. You don't want to worry about that. I know. You, I mean, you, I, I'm just saying. Top know, six. Worst case scenario, Steve. You, you, who's going to take that Pat Bev, yeah, take the shirt you, off, and get the crowd riled up for beating the Clippers on a, a random Tuesday night? Yeah, you're a 7, 8, 9, or 10. That's a problem <laughs> in the upcoming season uh, for the Timberwolves. Some audio. Um, Tim Connolly on Rudy Gobert and his fit in a Timberwolves uniform. He doesn't inhibit anything we have presently. He makes it better. You know, he, he augments what we have presently. So when you look at fit, it's not just about talent. It's about um, kind of developing a team. And when you see Cat and you see D'Lo and you see Ant and these guys, um, he's just going to make them better without kind of putting a roadblock on some of the natural progression we've seen the last couple of years. So. All right, there he is, Tim Connolly on Gobert and his fit. And then a quick cut from Gobert on why he thinks the Jazz ultimately traded him. I mean, obviously losing Quinn. Uh, Quinn was, you know, was there for eight years, was a big part of what we were doing. Uh, you know, there's uh, sometimes there's uh, some, the window for winning is not always big. And then for us in Utah, that's kind of what happened. You know, uh, I think the organization felt like that. We had maybe passed that, that window that we had over the last few years, and, and I think they're still obviously going to be a very competitive team, but they just felt like with all the assets that they could get with me, um, that it was better for them to, to go that way. And, uh, you know, and I think it could potentially be a, a win-win situation. All right, there he is, Rudy Gobert, newest member of the Timberwolves. Much more on that following the news and weather. Chris Hine from the Star Tribune, some more audio. Right here on News Talk, 830-WCCO. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.